I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Teddy. It's been a hot minute. Yes, it has been a hot minute. Why? Why don't you love me anymore? Oh, is that the reason why I haven't been here? No. Yeah. All right. So... I want you to take a moment because we all know that you're a good girl. Yes, I am. All right, now I want you to think about the most ratchet drug you know. What is the most ratchet drug you know? Ratchet drug? You know, like the kind of drug that the, the CND, the, the Central Narcotics Bureau will be like, put in their like, don't do drugs campaign. There's so many, like Singapore bans everything. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. But think about the most ratchet drug. Ketamine? No, it's meth. The most ratchet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think most people, the most ratchet drug they'll think about is meth, right? Because like ketamine is like horse tranquilizer. No, but they all belong in the same in the same category like, of say no to drugs. Yeah, but like so I this don't know. is how you can tell I've been a product of Singapore's propaganda. <laughs> okay, but. But okay, I wanted you to say meth But okay, I'm sure there's drugs that's, that's even more destructive Like ketamine And even more addictive than meth Okay, yeah. is meth also crystal? Or are they yeah, different? Yeah, yeah, meth is crystal I think, okay. I don't know, I don't do drugs yeah, We don't do drugs <laughs> Okay, now I want you to imagine How do you make meth even more methy? I would think that if you mix something that's different Because I'm thinking in the same strand of like alcohol, right? If you yeah. were to drink just yeah. whiskey or just gin It's like It's, it's and, and okay And then you know what The more Rabat drink is It's like whiskey Plus gin Plus beer It's like red, It's like Jaeger bomb Where they mix um, Sugar Jaeger with Red, red bull But I Do you remember Okay so I think This is for All the Older listeners Yeah Like when we used to Go to Zook at Jakim <laughs> And then They would make And then we would have That big uh, graveyard, graveyard drink yeah, yeah, and it has everything. I think it has everything inside and that's what yeah. made it super potent no it's crazy because you drink one graveyard and you're done you're good you're good for yeah, the rest you're of good. Night. either yeah. that no I remember or last that. time uh, Maybank had one for one. Oh yeah. yeah it's either that or that waterfall drink oh with, yeah yeah and it's, then, uh, they light it on fire yeah you know yeah. like alcohol yes, is yes, yes, the yes. shit's real when they light it on fire yeah no and it's so funny because like you don't see like the new generation doing that shit anymore I mean I, I haven't been to the clubs in I don't know I haven't been Proper clubbing No no in we went while. to drip that time We went to drip With the young people <laughs> Yeah but the whole time I was just like Squeezing and Between like, people of, is, it, is that clubbing now And just squeezing Between people Anyway we digress Okay yes. so Now in South Asia And Southeast Asian regions There's this drug Called Yaba Okay Yaba Alright and Yaba Has a bunch of different names So I'm gonna read it out And you tell me How you feel about it Okay, okay. All the different Yaba names So Yaba is a direct Translation and it's Thai, and it translates directly into crazy medicine. Right. But it's also called Biker's Coffee, Kamikaze, <laughs> the madness drug, Nazi is... Speed. Whoa! <laughs> Your face right now. 
<laughs> so it's ratchet, right? It's very ratchet. Like, who's coming out with, the, the, like, these names? The, the Thai drug dealers, you know? Okay, okay. It's quite ratchet, right? But now, imagine a drug dealer that sells yaba. Yep. What kind of person would that be? They would be quite... I, I would think someone... Would you date someone like that? No, I'll be a little bit scared. Because I feel like that yeah, goes in Michelle, the same... Itch. Yes, that goes in the same... I don't know, like, okay, am I going to offend drug dealers out there? I guess I'm going to offend drug dealers out there. But like, maybe they also are pimps. It's kind of how I whoa, imagine. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sure there are some drug dealers that, that specialise deal drug. yeah, in you know, drugs. Like, maybe they don't even do drugs. It's like Walter White. It's yes, just a financial yes. um, enterprise for them. Yes, but based on a lot of the... Hardcore criminals. It's like I they always like pimp podcast. out their girlfriends or so, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I'm sure there are like great drug dealers out there. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I offend you. No, drug dealing is bad. Drug dealing is always bad, Michelle. Yes, it's always bad, but also I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, you know, you don't want to offend the drug dealers because the drug dealers probably like you are. But you what, if, what if they find you, Teddy? No, but and you then but they find me. Between the drug dealers and CNB, I would really rather not offend CNB than offend a drug dealer. Because if I offend a drug dealer, I can go to CNB and be like, yeah, I told drug dealers they were bad. And now they're after me, and I feel like CNB would have my back. Yeah, but then now I just offended two groups like drug dealers <laughs> and and pimps, which are like women traffickers. I'm a woman. Are you a man? I am. Am I a man? No. Where's your big dick? <laughs> okay, so you think a, a person who would traffic Yaba is ratchet. Ratchet enough. Yes. To kill their girlfriends. I knew it. You see, right? <laughs> Toss them into a pond. Okay. Full of flesh-eating fish. Oh, oh. There's some Bond villain shit right yeah. there. Yes. Hi, I'm Teddy. And I'm Michelle. And welcome to A Briefcase. Today, we're covering the ice metal casket killer, Apichai Ongwisit. Now, Apichai was also known as Ice, and for ease of pronunciation, we're going to refer to him as Ice through this whole case because... Okay. I think it's a little bit ironic that Ice yeah, is yeah, also Another name, name of- for math, yes. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. So, we don't know much about Ice's childhood, but we do know it is pretty dubious and it sounds kind of rough, okay? Okay. He was kind of like a poor, rich boy, you know? Everybody's like, oh, poor, rich boy. Poor, rich boy, like... He is so rich. so Korean. He's so rich, oh, but so Korean. But people pity him. Okay, so now we gotta start with his dad. And his dad is Chalerm Chai Ongwisit. I am so sorry to all my Thai listeners that you have to listen to me say this. And he owned a lot of property in Thailand. He still owns okay. a lot of property in Thailand. He's like a baller. Okay. And one of his most notable holdings was the Ongwisit market in Bangke, Bangkok. So he like owns a market. Imagine if your daddy owned Chongpang market. Damn. Oh, oh damn. Oh damn. Fun fact, I've never been to Bangkok. <laughs> You've never been to Bali either. Yeah, I've never been to Bali either. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. Once you get once you get your your diver's license, yes. yes. All right. Okay, and I'm gonna make a very unqualified inference, okay, from this. But I'm guessing that he might not have been the most understanding or patient father. 
okay and why do you say that? Alright, so details of this story it varies from sauce to sauce but let me just put it together as vaguely as possible so that it's kind of accurate across the board because everybody had like different dates and ages and stuff. Yeah. So sometime in the early 1980s, the dad was at his market, right? He was like doing his market thing. And apparently this this teenage girl, so she's not super young, she's at least 15 but she's not like 18 yet, right? So yeah. like the range I've seen was 15 to 17. Okay. She's either tapping on his fish tank like yeah, okay. or she's um, or she accidentally breaks his fish tank like, okay. and I'm guessing it's pretty pretty like expensive fish tank like 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 your dad's fish tank with the arowana and stuff like that, right? And we don't know what happens to the fish. We don't know if the fish dies or whatever. If the fish gets just like mildly irritated, but he freaks out. He freaks the shit out. Oh, I mean, if she broke the fish tank, then the fish would have just kind of. Out yeah, yeah, then you can still tank? rescue it, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, but he doesn't get her to work to pay for the thing. He doesn't like scold her. He doesn't like scold her parents. He doesn't like ask for compensation. Okay. No, he goes straight to killing her. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, he kills her, floor. chops her up, scatters her, her body parts all over like the, the Bangkok area in Thailand. Oh my god. Yeah, and so he goes to prison for this. Okay, yeah. And and Isis' mom, she runs away overseas because, I mean, just look at her husband. He got sent overseas for... He got got sent to jail for killing a teenage girl. Yeah. And Isis at this point, look at the timeline, he said most like three or four only because he was like born in like the 80s. Okay. Alright, so he has to settle himself. And granted, he has money from his family's holdings, right? Yeah. But I don't... Like, just reading through the cases, I don't think he had somebody who was like parent to him somebody who was there to right. like properly take care of him but he was still like collecting rent yeah of course of course his, the... he, his family is still baller right yeah. okay so he had people taking care of his like material probably needs, yeah probably not, like, he, had, he probably had a emotional... home he probably had a helper yeah okay. okay and right so his dad comes out of prison after some time yeah but I Wait, says he it, came out of prison. He got out of prison. So it was it wasn't even like a long thing because you know, um Asia in the eighties. His dad comes out yeah. and we don't know because whether it's because of the murder of the teenage girl. Yeah. But some of like the conspiracy sources, so it's like unreliable, like Reddit, like random as mm-hmm. hardware zone trash. <laughs> they think that his wife might have been the one to order the hit. Cause she was like over it. Uh, and if he was dead then she would have his money right yeah Yeah. so she ordered the she allegedly ordered the hit that's a conspiracy right but while if, she was overseas yeah but if I was the girl the like a relation of the girl that he killed over a fish tank yeah I think I would be angry enough to contemplate that not yeah, saying yeah. I would but like I would be like excuse me sir yeah, yeah. my teenage niece for sure yeah I can't imagine that I mean if let's say you know I'm just imagining, uh, I mean, obviously I've not lived through the 80s, so I wouldn't know this mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure, but I'm just imagining um, a society where it's a lot of like, you know, you fan for yourself and not so much reliance. Hey, but last time 80s Thailand got the good king. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's the situation there, but if he could get out, yeah. even if yeah. he killed someone, then I'm That's, kind of... Then clearly the law is not... Yeah. yeah I'm kind okay. of like extrapolating here that everyone's just like, okay, like, I'm Ooh, gonna sick my... <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna sick my, my own on revenge. Your heart, yeah. yeah, and then like, I will take matters into my own hands. Yeah. That's true, that's true. 
Alright, so that's his childhood. Now we're going to fast forward a little bit to where Ice would have been in his early 30s. Yeah. And according to this paper called Tyrath, yeah. allegedly there were rumours that he kidnapped and imprisoned a 17-year-old girl in his mansion in Fazi Chowron, Thailand. This and when, is 2010s already, right? Because yeah, at least 2013. Yeah. yeah, and when the authorities went... We know that they found Yaba, meth, six 9mm guns, 332 rounds of ammunition, 20 oh, knives, shit. bulletproof vests, handcuffs, and the arrest wasn't smooth. Like, he had a, like, a whole shootout with the oh, police. It was like, bang, bang. He had, like, supporting members? like uh, Probably, yeah. He was like a Xiao, Xiao boss, Xiao boss. Oh. Like a mafia boss Yeah okay But we do know That he was arrested But you know like The thing is that Like fines And crimes To rich people Especially like The corrupt rich Yeah It's more like A convenience fee thing That's that's how I right, always feel right. That they treat it as yeah. But like you know I don't know I am neither rich Nor corrupt <laughs> oh. Okay okay Not sure about the rich but No it's like When when you're rich And you want to Park somewhere With a double yellow line You know you're not supposed to But it's like Convenience no, fee. Oh yeah, that's true. But I don't know anyone. Yeah, I don't know anyone rich enough to, do to that just either. be like, all right, I'm just gonna park right here. So I also stupid. don't know anyone who's rich enough to be like, let me just deal drugs and then I will handle the yeah, yeah, right. Lawyer fee. Yeah, clearly the, we don't know the right people, or clearly we do stay away from the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this isn't the only incident that ICE had with the law. Okay. So he's been investigated for other instances of illegal gun possession, abduction, rape. He's just not a good guy. Wait, and he's did he, so he didn't go to jail the first time. I mean, he when did lah. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. But like every time he goes, he's like a bit, a bit only. So he like comes out after a short while, and then yeah. obviously he goes back. To yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, but objectively, around 2020, he looked okay for a 40 year old guy, and I assume that he also has the money for a good dumb or a good plastic surgeon, especially like Thailand, right? Their maybe girls all look like a, fucking fantastic. Maybe it's just a stress free life when you're so rich. <laughs> I look at all the rich Thai Thais yeah. in Relog, yeah, Wisma, you know, doing like tea time. Ta- taka, taka, they taka. all. The Shemaya, they all have yeah. this glowy look and like stress-free, like eye-backless. Are you tired of true crime? Do you want a happy ending for a change? There's this new podcast that I've been listening to. It's called How I Met You, an Asian podcast about love. And every Monday, they release episodes where couples share how they meet, their biggest arguments, and their less than perfect proposals, just like this snippet. So in the car, at T-minus 30 minutes to proposal, she said, Hey, um... I don't feel very comfortable if you propose to me. And I was like, okay, I'm driving. I need to take my phone and tell my friends to cancel the operation because like how she's going to say no. (laughs) We were at my poolside one day and then we were just chit-chatting. And then that night was when he kind of said, Jean, (laughs) do you want to give it a try? I I actually said no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, so, so, yeah, so, 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 to let me, to let me, um, um, if you want to check them out, link to their podcast is in the description. Okay, so now we know that he's into young girls, given his history. 
Also, what is up with killers and young girls? I don't know. I think it's like a power dynamic kind of thing, you know? We don't have an exact timeline of this, but I'm going to speculate. And I'm going to guess this is just after 2012. Because he meets this guy in prison, right? He goes to prison and he makes friends and they're both in prison. And when they get out, Ice hires him as a security guard. He's like, bro, you want to work for me? Be security guard. And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Okay. And this guy is relevant. So remember this dude. Important. Security guard that he knew from the prison yes. in 2012. Yes. Okay. Alright, so we fast forward a bit after 2012. So Ice is the kind of guy that likes to party. Okay. And he's like his late 30s around this time, which is wild because I am so tired all the time, I cannot imagine going out to party. <laughs> <laughs> I was out until 3 o'clock last weekend and I was like, this is too much, too much. Going to club is a two-day event. One day to party and one day to sleep. I had, um. so I think a friend, no, not I think so, a friend asked me out on Friday night. Wow, wow. Just like for drinks and then like a casual catch-up. It was, it was supposed to be four or five of us. Yeah. And then at 3pm, I told them, I was like, I there's a 20% chance that I'm going to show up. And then at 5pm, that 20% became zero. zero. And I just showered and I cuddled up in bed and I just put Aww. on a show. <laughs> and I had snacks. Yeah. It was great. I, and then I, I went to bed by like before 12, I think. That sounds great. It really yeah. does. Alright, so anyway, he likes to party. He likes to go go out to bars. And around this yeah. time, he meets 22-year-old Warinton Chayachet. Mm-hmm. And most people knew her as Cookie. Okay. Alright, and now I couldn't really figure out what this was. But according to the Kimmer Times and the Bangkok Post, yeah. she was working as a sideline girl. So I googled this and apparently a sideline girl is somebody who works at the bus on the side. So it's not their main job. Okay. But they're like an atmosphere model. Atmosphere model. <laughs> atmosphere model. So they usually go to school or have an office job. It's usually like a uni girl. Okay. And like it's not explicit on whether or not they're sex workers. Are they I, hostesses? I think it's something like the dis, the, the, the Thai disco girl, like the Siam Tiu girl. Oh, you no. can tell out the hua, but they might not go home with you. I know. Yeah, I it's know like what, a mood. Yeah. No, so it's like, you know, sometimes, I don't know, do they still do this? But like in clubs, you know, they have the DJ stage. Yeah, yeah. And then you always have like three or four girls just kind of yeah, dancing. Yeah, I think it's like that. Okay. Yeah, no, no. But those, not not like the dedicated go-go girls. Like in Maki, they got the, the stage on top for the go-go girls. No, they are like okay. just the hot girls dancing there. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what a sideline girl is. But if any of the Thai listeners actually know what a sideline girl is and we are like dreadfully wrong, please let us know and then <laughs> we'll correct it at some other point. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so Cookie was working as a sideline girl and she was also 22 years old. And then she oh. meets Ice and they be, they get into like a relationship. At this point, he is... Like the mid-30s, okay, mid-late-30s. So like 10-year difference. Yeah. In addition to his rental properties, okay, Ice lives on a 3.2 hectare property in Bangkok. And to put that into context, one hectare is 2.4 acres and a football field is 1.3 acres. So his house was 5.9 football fields. 5.9 5.9 football fields You will need a buggy Yeah and it's not in a rural mountain in Thailand This is in Bangkok Oh Got the pond also The pond is much oh. like small lake like that Oh damn he's real rich Money. Yeah. Okay, so this guy was like really money. And now we go back to the friend. The, f- the friend. Remember yeah. the friend? Alright, so sometime in 2019, the friend gets caught for drugs. Okay. And you know, the thing is, after doing so many cases, you start to realize you shouldn't fuck around with like security guards and stuff because yeah. they're the ones who are going to knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and so he gets caught for his drugs and he's like, oh shit, 
what if I told you something even worse than my drug offence? <laughs> and then the police was like, maybe. Then it's like, lighter sentence? Yeah. Then the police are like, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Alright, okay. And he's like, mm. and he tells this mad story. So apparently Ice was a really shitty boyfriend. Okay. Are we surprised? Not nah, really. really. He was shitty and he was jealous and he was physically abusive. And if Kuki even looked at a man at the wrong time, you know, the postman walking by, she looked at the postman. He's like, why are you looking at the postman? Oh, damn. Yeah. So they would like have a fight. La. One night, he's on drugs. Yeah. And they're having a bad fight. Yeah. And instead of calming down and like, you know, just like... It escalated. He hits her with a stick and shoves her into a metal casket that he just like had lying around. Wait, he, wait. Whoa, whoa. Okay, wait. Mm, firstly, let's unpack the metal <laughs> casket. He just, had, he just had a metal he casket. He just had one He's in a collector his, of metal caskets. It's, it's just in his living room? We'll get into that a bit later. Mom. Okay. Okay, okay. So he has the metal casket, right? Because like, Whenever he fights with her, and then he's like had enough with her, sh- she he just has, he shoves her in the and then she has he to sleep in the metal her casket. The casket. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first time your boyfriend shoves you in the metal casket, that's too many times already. No, Please. I mean like from the moment you step into his house and there is a metal casket. Like, yes, this I is a dedicated person shoving metal so casket. So many questions in my head. Were you there to ask somebody with a metal casket why they had a metal casket in their living room though? I'd be like, cool ornament. <laughs> Why did you get this? And then if we are in public, I'm like, I think you have a problem. Why do you have a metal casket in your house? <laughs> okay, so Ice is super fucked up. We have established okay, that. Yes. And he doesn't like that she's screaming and crying. Obviously, she would be screaming and crying, but okay. So he turns the music louder. And he just oh. forgets about her for like two days. In the casket? Yes. And she dies of suffocation. Oh my goodness. Alright, so moving on. The police are a bit dubious, but not really because I mean this guy. You know, okay, you know so, I mean? They had a shootout with this guy before. Yeah, but like back to the casket. So oh, we're, no, we're still back on the casket. Okay. Yes, but we saw him like smile, claustrophobia. I think it's very scary. To be shoved in the to casket. To be shoved inside and you don't yeah. know when like, he's going to open the casket. When he's going to yeah. open it. And time, I'm sure time was passing so slowly. No, and this isn't the first time he's done it. Oh my god, it's so scary. And you I can't even use your phone to yeah, yeah. you know, like scroll yeah. TikTok while waiting inside. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like think Facebook. he's the kind of guy to give you your phone or TikTok to. Oh my goodness. Okay. I just I got the goosebumps. Alright, so the police are a bit dubious, but not really, because this guy has been arrested for some shady shit before. Yeah. So they get a warrant and on January 9th, 2020, so just two years ago, they raid his place. Yeah. Now different sources say different things. But I think it might just be the pond is very big and blends into the garden, you know. It's like a gradual half pond, half garden, water feature okay. place, you know. It's just very big. Okay. And apparently, Ice had meat-eating fish in the pond for very specific reason. And if you're very curious about the specifics of the fish, they're called alligator gar. They eat meat. They can break oh. down human bodies. Wait, do they bite at it or do they just... Nom at it. Oh. Like, so the dead bodies. Wait, I need a picture of this fish. <laughs> okay, Google it. Oh, it's a huge fish. Yeah, so he had like a school of that in his pond. Okay, so, I mean, uh, sidetrack. When, before I Googled this alligator guy, I kind of thought it had like an imposing name, but it was like a small fish. Yeah, So they're no. like small and swift. No, it's like a fish ninjas. that has an alligator face. Oh, but it looks, it looks so scary. It looks a bit scary. Okay, so... They find Cook Kick in the garden, yep. stuffed into a bag, and she was really decomposing. So, oh, so he stuffed her into a bag. 
in the garden. But if he has fresh but no, but so it's like fish? varying varying sauces. Oh, okay. So some say that she was found in the pond in the back. Some say she was found in the garden in the back. So I assume it's like oh, a bit a bit. Okay. But I also think that it might be. Like he was putting her in the bag to decompose a bit first before throwing it to the fish so that she's easier to like. Also thought that if let's say you keep a bunch of alligator gas, maybe you are already prepared to do this sort of work when yeah. time comes and if I'm being very gory and thinking in the mind of <laughs> a, uh, killer. a killer. Maybe a I'll just killer. saw her up and then And just chuck it in. Chuck right? it in. Yeah, it feels yeah. a bit counterproductive to keep her, her in, in the a garden. Bag yeah. That Prevents the alligator yeah. gar from getting so, to her. So, some sources say that she was found in the garden. Some sources say that she was found in the water. But we do know that she was decomposed to the point where they couldn't identify like her face. So, it's been oh a while no. since the death. Oh the no. only reason that they could tell that it was her because she had this giant tattoo of a koi fish on her back and her family like just recognised it, which is so awful for them. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think like, okay, you know, I was speaking about like chopping her up in a yeah. like, very pragmatic killer sense. Yeah. But in a way, I think for a lot of Asian cultures, um, having a full <clears throat> whole corpse is yeah, it's important, important for the person to... Move, move on, on in yeah. the afterlife. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not super sure about it, but that's kind mm. of the sense I get. So maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, the pond is very big, okay? Like, when I say pond, I know you're imagining a school fish pond or something, yeah. right? Or maybe, like, the pond in Yunnam Gardens. But yeah. this pond literally needed three divers to go across. So, that's oh. why I think that they don't attack um, living humans. They just eat, like, they're scavengy. Right. Or they only eat, like, anim- other animals and stuff. Right. But they needed three divers to scour the whole pond. Yeah. On 16th January, yep. the forensic divers, they go in and they find 300 pieces of body fragments. Human ribs, hair, human mm. skull fragments, female bones, hen. Oh my god, so he's been doing this for a while. It's at minimum two to three people. They find another metal casket in the pond. So for somebody, they just like toss the whole casket in. Yeah, Ooh. and they can't tell for certain because it's it's so de- decomposed. Yeah. And he, I'm sure he thought he could have gotten away with it for like yeah. ever. But they think that that these body parts, they are all female and this guy could be a serial killer. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and the scary thing is another family comes up and this family used to stays in the same area as them, right? Yeah. And, he, and they say that their 12-year-old daughter used to play in the area and she's been missing for years. Oh my god. Since goodness. 2011, like a 12-year-old girl. What if he took her? And Ice is like, nah, I didn't kill her. Yeah, but he also says that he didn't kill Cook Kid. Okay? Right. Right, so. right. He says that it was a drug overdose right and I think right now because of the time and the composition they are having a a really hard time in general just trying to figure out everything what happened to her and and where the bones come from and who they are yeah but and for the bones in the pond they're trying to match it to the missing people files in Thailand as well and so he went with she wanted to break up with him and they got into a fight and so they managed to do an autopsy on her body, yeah. even though it's very decomposed. And they find that there were injuries oh. on her, her body. And he says that it was a sudden rage. Yeah. And all he did was just shove her against the shelf and then a dumbbell fell on her. 
Right. Right. I mean, of course, he would never hit his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the courts, they weren't having it. So they sentenced him to life. Yeah. And he has to pay 1.7 million baht to her mom. Yeah. And 1.2 million baht to her child. So I only found this at the end of most cases that she had a kid. So I think they did this to protect the, the kid as well. Okay. But in total, right, that's about. 1 million sing dollars to the okay. mom and the child yeah which realistically his estate should be able to afford it lah I think he should be giving her so much more especially yeah. since I mean it sounds like this is just a little bit compared to yeah and I think that like right now they're trying to investigate more into everybody right. else that was found in his like disgusting pawn of death yeah and that was basically his dumping ground. Right? Which is really gross. Why, also, why would you dump bodies in your own pond? Yeah, I mean, after we watch a horror movie, okay, we just watch a horror movie today. Yeah. And after watching that... I'm just like, that pond is now like haunted as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I guess even though there wasn't justice in the first case, there's justice now. Yeah. And I hope prison is miserable for yeah, him. Me too. Thanks for being on the show, Michelle. Thank you, Teddy, for having me. Alright, if you like this case, share it with your friends and give us a 5-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yes, now you can give ratings. Yes, and you can drop me a DM on Instagram at a briefcase podcast if you have any recommendations. And as always, find me online at a briefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another briefcase. All right. Thanks for listening.